let me tell you about American financing. I've been telling you every day for I don't know how long. And every day, the situation with financing becomes more and more grave. Uh, we are now just spending money out of control. Uh, we're now talking about no lender is going to give the United States a loan, which will mean more money printing. Uh, they are also financial uh, institutions are saying they're you know, looking for people that won't comply. And if you're racist or whatever, you won't have a, a bank account or banking services. It's... It's becoming very disturbing. Please, if you need a loan right now, get it. If you can refinance right now, do it uh, and consolidate your credit cards and everything else. Please do this. American Financing, 800-906-2440. Rand Paul next. a frightening frightening act it's called the equality act it will penalize americans who won't go along and with the new sexual norms or gender ideology uh it will compel speech if you won't if you won't call somebody by the right pronoun you can be shut down it will shut down Uh, Charities could shut down churches. Anyone who doesn't comply, more biological males uh, will defeat girls in sports. It could coerce medical professionals uh, and and more parents could lose custody of their children. This is a horrendous bill. And the guy who has really made waves uh, in Congress uh, over this and in Senate in the Senate is Rand Paul. There's a hearing yesterday. We're going to talk to Rand Paul about this bill and so many others coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. There is nothing better than an Omaha Steak, and stocking up your freezer is a really, really good idea. It's uh, Omaha Steaks has been America's butcher for, I don't even know, over 100 years now. And you can have the best steaks. And this is the top of the pile. Omaha Steaks, they they, uh, provide the steaks at some of the best restaurants in America, the best steakhouses. They're shipping right to your door now. And you can, you know, not get stuck with uh, without food in your house like so many people did here in in Texas. If you want a great deal, the Butcher's Best Seller Package, full of burgers, pork chops, sausages, desserts, and so much more. Plus, uh, you get uh, four free chicken breasts, four burgers, and 50% off uh, if you use the promo code BECK in the search bar. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code BECK. Boy, do we ever need Rand Paul and some libertarian thinking in our country more than ever. Welcome to the program, Dr. Rand Paul. How are you, sir? Very good, Glenn. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, Yesterday, 
uh, during the Senate. Let me just play the uh, clip of uh, Rand Paul with Rachel Levine and her confirmation hearing. Listen. Genital mutilation has been nearly universally condemned. Genital mutilation has been condemned by the WHO, the United Nations Children's Fund, the United Nations Population Fund. According to the WHO, genital mutilation is recognized internationally as a violation of human rights. Genital mutilation is considered particularly egregious because, as the WHO notes, it is nearly always carried out on minors and is a violation of the rights of children. Most genital mutilation is not typically performed by force, but as WHO notes that by social convention, social norm, the social pressure to conform, to do what others do and have been doing, as well as the need to be accepted socially and the fear of being rejected by the community. American culture is now normalizing the idea that minors can be given hormones to prevent their biological development of their secondary sexual characteristics. Dr. Levine, you have supported both allowing minors to be given hormone blockers to prevent them from going through puberty, as well as surgical destruction of a minor's genitalia. Like surgical mutilation, hormonal interruption of puberty can permanently alter and prevent secondary sexual characteristics. The American College of Pediatricians reports that 80 to 95% of prepubertal children with gender dysphoria will experience resolution by late adolescence if not exposed to medical intervention and social affirmation. This statement of yours, Rand, uh, is responsible for headlines like this. Rand Paul tried to derail Rachel Levine's historic confirmation hearing with transphobic misinformation. Well, you know, the interesting thing is none of it was directed towards uh, her personally or who she is. It was directed towards the question of whether children can consent. And this is an intellectual question. It's not a, uh, you know, inflammatory question. It's a question of, of serious consequence. Can a young girl uh, of 12 years old or 15 years old, can they consent to an abortion? Can they consent to have their ears pierced? Can they consent to have uh, surgery to change their, their sex? I mean, these are important questions, and most people would argue that children can't really make an informed consent. You know, we have laws against, you know, a man having sex with a 12-year-old, even if the 12-year-old says yes, because we don't think a 12-year-old is capable of consenting. They just aren't old enough to make the difference. But see, it's even worse than this. In one of the clinics in England, one of these gender dysphoria clinics in England, 10% of the kids that are coming in are between the age of 3 and 10. My goodness, people talking to a 3-year-old and trying to tell them it's fine that they really are of a different sex. See, most of this stuff would be, you know, 3-year-olds think they're aliens sometimes. I mean, they have no conception of of any of the the importance of any of these uh, incredible questions but to let a three-year-old participate in that or a five-year-old or an eight-year-old, and then you've got these Looney Tune left-wing parents encouraging this and reaffirming it. And this is what the American pediatricians uh, have said, is that if you don't medically do anything and you don't reaffirm it and you just kind of let the kid grow up, most people grow out of this and understand that it's, a, it's an aberration, not something that they would really desire. Is she going to be confirmed? Overwhelmingly, she's in, in a special category now. So the Democrats will vote for, I suspect, a couple of Republicans who want to somehow, you know, send some kind of signal will vote for her, too. But it's alarming. And it isn't about who she is. 
it's about the idea to my mind that a miner could make the decision and see a lot of this stuff is irreversible you give a boy girls hormones in the ages of 14 to 16 they don't come back you give a girl boys hormones you know once a girl is given enough testosterone to grow a beard with their face doesn't go back if they change their mind. So here, here now, to, to me, you know, here, it's just crazy. He, to me, it is a little bit about who she is, and it nothing about her sexuality or her her trans um, uh, transition to a woman. It has everything uh, to do with her mother. She took her mother as she was the secretary of health for uh, Pennsylvania. She took her mother out of. Uh, nursing home as soon as COVID restrictions without warning anybody else, hey, you know, maybe you should do that. Uh, she also, during COVID, had a report out from her f- f- on a s- official uh, health department uh, stationery about how the COVID uh, scare should affect your orgies. And she put rules out. Our kids can't go to school. But her priority was, if you're going to go to a place where you're going to have sex with several people, here's what you have to do. I mean, the world is a clown show, an absolute clown show. I think this is why she wouldn't answer my question. She refused to answer the question and came up with some empty problem. But she didn't want to answer it because she truly is an extremist. She is so far out there that most of America would recoil in horror if they knew what she was for. But you're right about the practicality of it. Other people asked that question. That was why I didn't uh, dwell on the idea of what she did, bring her mom out, everybody else to die. Absolutely, that's disqualifying, and that's most pertinent to whether she can do the job. But there is this big issue of normalizing this idea that a nine-year-old can want to change her sex and you start giving them hormones. And if the parents say no, that the child gets to decide at nine. And that's just wrong. And children just aren't capable of making life-changing decisions. And there is a permanence to this. At some point, when they start giving them cross hormones, meaning that you give a boy-girl hormones or a girl-boy hormones, when you start doing this, and they do it between the ages of 14 and 16, as minors, they're irreversible changes. Um, You you become sort of this um, in-between. You're neither boy nor girl, but you can't go back. A book uh, that came out three years ago that basically says the same stuff, quoting medical science, uh, science and scientists, um, warning about how detrimental this can be on children, was pulled from Amazon. It's been out for three years. It was pulled for hate speech by Amazon, um, what, Sunday, I believe. Uh, this also goes right into the Equality Act, which... If you don't buy into this stuff, if you don't call people by the right pronoun, if uh, you don't affirm the new sexual norms and gender uh, uh, gender ideology, you're in trouble. And this is this will affect small businesses. This will affect charities. This will affect churches. And it, it appears to be written in a way where there is no recourse. You're not going to a court and having this reversed on you, I don't think I've ever seen anything this bad uh, that has a chance insane. of passing. It's insane. Yeah, it's insane where we are. I mentioned the story of a young woman in England by the name of Kira Bell. 
And she just read on the internet. She was a confused young woman. She says she was confused. She had psychological problems at the time. She didn't know who she was. She was trying to discover her identity. And she uh, read on the internet about transsexuals, thought it was cool. She went in after a couple of appointments. They were very encouraging to her. There was no other side presented. She ended up taking cross hormones and then having a double mastectomy. Now she regrets it. She's worried about whether she, she knows she's a woman now and she would like to have children. Um, she's fearful that she will be infertile. And uh, she ended up having a, you know, a body transforming double mastectomy and she just regrets it. And uh, they've changed some of the rules in England on this now. But this Dr. Levine has said that most of the time she's not for surgery before 18, but she is for street kids. So she's for, for poor kids who don't have parents. Who You can imagine if you're a homeless 15-year-old, there's a lot going on that either your parents have been rotten parents or you have psychological problems or you might be schizophrenic or you might have other problems for the reason why you're homeless. But to take those people and prey upon them and say they don't really need consent and we're going to get the state to sort of approve their, their hormones. I mean, th- this is really grotesque that they would take a poor child and, uh, and you know, put their their – and infuse their beliefs and their extreme views on these on these children is just obscene. Um, Rand, I know you have to run. I I, I want to ask you. Um, I, I'm not sure if you're aware of what's going on with the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, but you're already seeing it happen in companies. There is this merger, if you will, between government uh, NGOs and uh, and corporations these public-private partnerships, and all based on uh, uh, what are called ESGs, uh, or, uh, yeah, uh, ESG, environmental, social, and governmental mandates. These big companies are, are already adopting these things like the Equality Act and, and critical race theory, and they're jamming it down people's throats, and it's an end run around the Constitution. Let me, let me ask you, as a libertarian... We complain a lot as conservatives about big tech and what they're doing, but I believe and I know you believe private business should be able to do what they want to do. It's right in the free market. But when these companies are aligned so closely with uh, a party uh, and the government specifically, and they're doing an end run around the Constitution, what should we do? Don't use them. Don't buy their stuff. You know, look, Coca-Cola, you know, both my wife and I are incredibly upset with them right now. They came out with this woke thing about you need to admit that you're white and you're a terrible person. You need to admit that you're aggressive, that you're opinionated, and that you will apologize for being white. And that's the most grotesque sort of racist thing I've ever heard. That is the World Economic Forum's ESGs. Yeah, and then you got Bill Gates out there promoting that uh, we need to have critical race theory in math. And there was a great professor from Vanderbilt, African-American woman, who said, you know, that's the most racist thing I've ever heard, that Bill Gates thinks my kids can't learn because of the color of their skin, and that we're going to dumb down math, and that showing your work or having too much emphasis on the correct answer is, is somehow racist. You know, that, that whole concept is racist, but that's the world we live in. You got Black Lives Matter extorting big corporations who are now paying for Black Lives Matter people to go riot in different cities. It's obscene. I, I know a guy who works for one of the big drug companies. He says, 
oh yeah, they're, they're, if I give $100, my company will match $300 to Black Lives Matter. And I've seen them. The, the people were in the George Washington Hotel, in the Willard Hotel, $500 a night with plane tickets, all paid for by big corporations through Black Lives Matter to get people to riot in D.C. The people who almost killed my wife and I were mm-hmm. uh, paid for by big corporations. Big U.S. corporations paid their way there. So are is are there enough Republicans that uh, are, are at least feeling some sort of uh, uh, responsibility to stand up for the Constitution and, uh, you know, it, and do something? I guess the, the danger is, is that you have to have some chutzpah. You got to have some guts, some courage to stand up because it is a culture out there where even by me, everybody's saying I made transphobic comments yesterday. All I did was ask was whether a minor can consent to this kind of dramatic surgery. Nothing I ever said was hateful. I said nothing hateful about these people. I said nothing hateful about adults who choose to do this. But the culture is out there that is so strong that so many people in office are afraid to speak out, and it's getting worse. So there's a handful of us that will speak out in the Senate. There's a handful in the House, and uh, we just have to grow our ranks. But we have to resist, or the, it's just going to roll over us, and we're going to live in this terrible cancel culture world where nobody speaks out and everybody's afraid to say anything. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Um, Rand, thank you for being one of those people who will stand up. Uh, we will help you in any way we possibly can. And that goes for anybody left or right that will stand against this, this nightmare that is happening. Thank you so much, Rand Paul. Thanks, Glenn. Yvette. Yvonne and her husband live in California. They're both in their 70s and, you know, lifetimes worth of aches and pains kind of catch up. Yvonne and her husband were not immune to this. It started slowing them down bit by bit, day day after day. They were less and less able to get around and live the active lifestyle that they wanted. They tried a number of things, but nothing really worked. Fortunately, Yvonne and her husband listened to this program and heard me talking about Relief Factor and how it helped me get my life back. They were desperate. And so they'd listen to a clown like me and they took it. And you know the rest of the story. After just a couple of weeks, they found freedom, life without those aches and pains. They got their life back with Relief Factor. So did I. So could you. Relief Factor. Try it. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You'll know within the first three weeks, is, which is why they have the, uh, the three-week trial period. Just try it for three weeks. If it's not working, it's most likely not going to. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. I have to tell you, this Equality Act that passed the House yesterday is truly game-changing. Along with the uh, the uh, COVID uh, bailout, if you will, those two things alone will change America forever. What's in the COVID relief bill, we'll get into here in a little while, is terrifying. Last night, I was fortunate enough to be able to have time uh, with um, uh, WRVA listeners. Uh, They're in Richmond, uh, Virginia, and I think it was supposed to last 20 minutes, and 
<laughs> the program director, Greg, was, I think, a little pissed at me by the time we ended because it was like two hours. And it's because I wanted to talk to the I wanted to hear them uh, and I wanted to hear how we can help them and what they're facing. And it's uh, it's amazing. I, I think uh, there were 12 listeners. And I think what I heard there was just a strong determination uh, and a an understanding of what is headed their way. But the one of the the main topic, I think, was probably um, the Equality Act. What is that going to do for me if I refuse to have my kids uh, being taught that they can gender reassign? What does that mean if we say no, they can't uh, and they go back to school and report that? What does that mean if I won't allow uh, transgender people just to switch bathrooms or people who are in transition, even even better, people who just say, I identify as a woman? Yeah, it's me. I got a pack of cool cigarettes and I'm looking for some tampons. Uh, you know, not right now. I'm just I just this morning decided I'm going to be a uh, woman. I'm uh, I identify as a woman. Uh, I don't want you in the girl's bathroom. What happens to churches who say gender is specific? Gender is assigned, divinely assigned. What what happens? What happens? You, if you run a small business, you're not going to be able to survive this. You if you don't have if you stand up against it, the lawsuits against this against you will put you out of business for sure. So there's no fighting anymore. What happens? I talked to these people in Virginia last night uh, and and maybe on Monday we just do a full show of just phones because I I, want to hear your voice. I I listened to these people last night and they were determined, but it was a change. Uh, There was a change in understanding. And I think people are starting to realize Wow, real religious persecution, real persecution for people who will not conform is right around the corner. And I fear it is, but you win in the end and you become a better, stronger person. Stand now, stand now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Making your money work for you is one of the best feelings in the world. When you start to get to the point where you can actually save some money uh, back, I mean, it's you feel yourself getting out ahead of that eight ball just a little bit because you've been constantly behind. There's just nothing better than that. So it begs the question... Are you doing everything you can in your financial world to make sure that that's happening? What kind of percentage are you paying on your mortgage? Do you have debts, especially debts with high interest credit cards uh, or any debt like a timeshare at 14 percent? What if there's a way to lump all of that together in a refinance of a mortgage and produce one lower monthly payment that will put you on top of all that debt instead of underneath it? There is a way, and the people that will help you find that way is American Financing. I want you to don't don't put it off. I want you to do it today. Don't forget about it, please. They work for you, not the bank, and they want to help you. 
American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. And you can head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Today is the last day for 30 bucks off. Frickin' Nabisco. Oreo Cookie tweeted out, trans people exist. What? Yeah. They exist? They exist, Stu. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Yes. Are, what? And I'd like to tweet back uh, to Oreo Cookie, so do trans fats. <laughs> and you're an expert on trans. <laughs> Jeez. I love that there's this thing where there's another story that just came out the other day that was this it was the same thing it was like you know it was a complicated story but basically a, a fake accusation of racism by a, a young very wealthy student black student against a very non-wealthy white janitor and her um, she said I was I was uh, I was criticized for eating while black and it it it, it took they, they questioned whether I even existed as a person of color. It's like, well, no, you, everyone knows you existed. They wouldn't have said anything about you being in the room you weren't supposed to be in. And they didn't think you existed. They, they know you exist. That was the problem. You existed in the room that was banned. <laughs> and it doesn't stuff happen. Like this language. They just turn these words, Glenn, into things that don't mean anything. We are officially in a clown show. Yeah. We are in a clown show. Nothing. I'm. I'm telling you right now. I'm an alcoholic. Okay. I know clown shows. <laughs> My life was a clown show where nothing made sense. I could say or do whatever I wanted, and it all worked for me in my crazy head. But at some point, you're going to be forced to wake up. You're going to be forced if you don't die, which we might. If you don't die first. You will realize we have got to sober up. And when you start going back to reality, you are going to be so ashamed of what you have tried to perpetrate on on truth, on truth, on math, on science, what you have perverted everything into. I want to I want to go over the covid bill, the relief package. Okay. Some say it's 9% COVID related. Uh, it's probably closer to 50% if you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I'll explain why. $58 billion bailout for the union pension funds. The left would say that is, that absolutely is uh, for COVID. The unions have really suffered because of COVID. No. I so I told you in 2010, I went over the pensions of the unions in all these blue states. They couldn't afford them then. And I told you they would come up with a way to get the United States to bail them out. Well, here it is. Thirty four billion dollars in expanded Obamacare subsidies. Four billion dollars to pay off loans for socially disadvantaged farmers and ranchers. This one is is absolutely unbelievable. If you are black and you own a farm, you can go to the federal government 
and the government will pay off your debts, mortgage, all of it, 100%, no strings attached, because you've been disadvantaged because you're black. Whites need not apply. So this this package is going, I mean, and Joe Biden said it. He said, I'm, we are going to concentrate this package on the disadvantaged in the uh, communities of color. So if you're white, you don't get that. Four billion dollars to pay off loans. A billion dollars in world food assistance. Now, I don't have a problem with this. I don't have a problem being charitable. But I believe the United States government is going to pick and choose who gets it based on their environmental social justice bullcrap. They're going to give it and waste most of that money and a billion dollars in food assistance. What about all the poor starving children here? The doubling of the federal minimum wage was in it, but it looks like the parliamentarian said you can't do that in this bill. Eight billion dollars to expand broadband access. They say that's for covid. If I'm being charitable, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Right, like that's one of the stretch ones, though, right? It like, is because it is, pe- more people are on Zoom calls and, and everyone's working from home. Correct. They need better and Internet. In, oh, I mean, okay, and in poor communities, but, in poor communities, they may not have broadband access for schools, for schools. It's like, OK, so, it's yeah. again, that's a stretch, but I can at least yeah. see the tie to COVID. Now, I'd like to see how stretch stretch Armstrong can go <laughs> on this one. $270 billion for the National Endowment for the Arts and Humanities. Oh my. Now, that's COVID. You know why? Because those theaters are struggling. Those theaters right. and those artists have not been able to work or have an audience. But, what are they going to do? I don't know. Get another job. But wait, isn't we have all sorts of unemployment insurance built into this bill. Mm-hmm. So we're yeah, funding... Yeah. Right. And we have well, there's major loans. There's upkeep on on, you know, these these big, beautiful buildings like the Kennedy Center, which is why they have all these Uh loans and 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 endowments. Two hundred million dollars for the Institute for Library and Museum Services. Now, (laughs) let me just say this. As a guy who is working on a library and museum and building one. Well, we can get some of this money. Maybe I can get some of this money. Right? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, my expenses could be zero except for rent right now because I can't let anybody in. You can't come into a museum. You're, you don't have these museums and these libraries in Washington open. What, why do you need extra money? Uh, fi- uh, $50 million for environmental justice grants. You have uh, $10 million for, and this is COVID related, $10 million for Native American language preservation. So does, wait, I know COVID does a lot of damage. It kills languages? It kills languages. Okay, Native I, American languages. Only Native American yeah. languages. Progressivism is killing the English language. Okay. But COVID <laughs> apparently killed the Native American language. Uh, a third round of relief checks of $1,400 for Americans adds up to $422 billion. That's 
what I think people think a COVID bill rel- relief bill is. Right. I think that's what they think it is. You're out of work. That's not what it is. You're getting money. Right. That 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 one makes mm. some stimulus sense to a lot of people. Right. That's what people think of this. Right. Except $422 billion for everybody affected in the United States with COVID. $422 billion is what you get. Uh, but the states, the blue states... On top of that, because they, you know, Andrew Cuomo has been struggling to, I mean, the cupboard is bare. And people keep moving out of a state. Right. I mean, how are we going to deal with all these empty buildings and empty offices? They get $350 billion in bailouts. Now, not the states like Texas, not the state of Florida, South Dakota. Are you kidding me? Only the states that did the right thing. And really shut their state down. They get $350 billion while every individual in America is only worth $422 billion. $129 billion to open schools. I can do that one for free. Teachers, get your ass in the classroom or you're fired on Monday. (laughs) That didn't cost anything. (laughs) Somebody should try that. $40 billion for higher education because you can't expect Yale to dip into their trust funds. $39 billion for child care. Here's one. $1.5 billion for Amtrak. $50 billion for FEMA. $90 billion for mass transit because let me tell you something. There is nothing American needs more than that maintenance work on the bridge between New York and Canada. Uh, and the, of course, the hundred million dollar uh, metro uh, tunnel, the the extension, the six point five mile extension in Silicon Valley, because those poor guys in Silicon Valley, how are they going to get to work? I mean, sure. Helicopter, uh, you know, hoverboard. Uh, just a bunch of their employees carrying them into the office. <laughs> they, of course, need that extension of 6.5 uh, miles for $100 million. A 50, uh, sorry, $15 billion uh, payroll support for airlines. And this is good. $246 billion. It's $400 a week more in federal enhanced unemployment benefits through August. Now, the CBO has said this increase of money will now increase the unemployment rate as well as decrease the labor force in job participation since unemployment will be more profitable than finding a job. There's your economic stimulus bill. There is what's going to fix the country there, my friend, along with all of the uh, the Equality Act, which is going to help the small businessmen and the churches going to help them so much. It's going to be so good for your children. That is just the beginning of the consequence of your neighbor or somebody down the street that, yeah, I believe in the Constitution and didn't get their fat ass out of the chair. I want to continue this conversation after this. 
my doctor said the other day, you have any stress in your life? No, I'm just remodeling my entire house while living in it. I've got two teenage children that are still not back in school. And have you seen the news? No stress at all. If you are selling your house, may I recommend realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, you know, they don't. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. They're not about balloons and gimmicks. Mm-mm. Uh, you're going to be turning down offers left and right. I'm telling you, everybody's going to come see the house because all the balloons that I've tied to, uh, you know, street sides uh, all around the house. I got them out for blocks with little sides. This is open house. It's going to be crazy. And I got a little tap dance routine I do. I'll say, like, hello, my honey. Hello, my baby. It's great. If you don't want that singing frog as your uh, real estate agent, may I suggest realestateagentsitrust.com. We've done the work and found the ones that are the most successful are the ones that also have the best track record for, you know, with customers. They listen to their customers. Their customers are happy afterwards. They get you the most money. They can sell your house on time as fast as anyone else can or faster, preferably. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. These are the people in your neighborhood, in your area that have the right connections to get the job done. You do an interview after. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking for the best, go there. Free service to you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn, uh, what can we do? What can we do? We know the problem. I contend most people do not know the problem. Uh, they know a portion of it, but they have no idea of the reality of the world they're living in now. They think they're living in the world uh, of even last year. They are not living in that world. It's completely different. And my job every day is to describe the world you now live in. So you wake up. I, uh, it's a little like the Matrix. Wake up. It's no longer the world you think it is. It's entirely different. And that means your strategy has to change. And people ask me, what do I do? What do I do? First of all, I really I appreciate the fact that you would think that I have a solution. I am just like you. We are in this together. What do I do? Get with your local community. Strengthen the bonds with your neighbors. Talk to each other. Get on your school board. Get into city council. Stand up in your business. That's what you do. There's no grand solution to this. It's individuals standing up and and saying, I'm not taking this course. I'm not taking it because I, yes, I'm white, but I'm not a racist. And I won't hear this racist talk of categorizing a whole group of people. We didn't do it with, with Islam. I won't do it with Christianity. I won't do it with blacks. I won't do it with whites. It's wrong. But the most important thing you can do is just find the courage and know what's worth fighting for. Know what's worth being alienated for. Last night, my son and I watched Saving Private Ryan. He had never seen it. And he's a yapper, man. He's talking to me. He's, I mean, you think I'm bad. He's like, Dad, you know what the real fact is on this? And I'm like, shut up. Just watch the movie. We got to the end of it. 
And everybody knows they saved Private Ryan. But at the end of it, what Tom Hanks says to Private Ryan rings fresh and new. He says, earn this. Earn this. Just watching the beach scenes, knowing what people have sacrificed for so long, have we earned this? Are we living a good life? Are we living a decent life? Are we contributing? Are we building this up? Are we honoring their sacrifice? Earn this.